So last week in the in the Chavis Tamidim again we're holding at the end of the Sefer. In Salvam is a hero, so we were just going through a little bit of the, the many prakim that he had throughout the Sefer and is giving us a bit of a sikkim of the Sefer and in, in, in short in short points just to uh, to remind us of, of some of the the Iker Nukudis that he spoke about throughout the Sefer and what he spoke about last week is a concept of Anoichi, the concept of having proper proper healthy shiflos, not one that's pulling a person down, proper gaiva, one that's picking a person up as opposed to picking him up on a pedestal above other people, but putting a person in a healthy perspective. And ultimately what he said last week is that all of that comes from the knowledge of the Rabbani Shalom. Once a person understands that the Rabbani Shalom is in their life, so that Mamela, they don't fall to the place of total shiflos where they feel like they're incapable of doing anything because they recognize that ultimately they have the siyata deshmaya from the Rabbani Shalom regardless of what they're doing and therefore they're never alone. And gam keelich begeit samaves. Loi ati madi. They're always there. The Rabbani Shalom is always there. And at the same time, it also gives a person the, the clarity and the knowledge to know that anything I have done is also not me. So if I recognize that wherever I am, whatever I'm doing is only with the assistance that I have from the Rabbani Shalom, so Mamele, that gives me the chizik to know that I'm always capable of doing whatever the Rabbani Shalom needs me to do, whatever the Rabbani Shalom put in front of me, I'm capable of doing because I have the siyata deshmaya. And at the same time, I know that the accomplishments that I have had only came because of the siyata deshmaya, and therefore a person doesn't fall to shiflus, which is a terrible type of shiflus, which just leads to a person to atzvus, or a person feels like he's incapable of doing things because he recognizes the Rabbani Shalom is by his side. At the same time, it doesn't either lead him to have any gaiva where a person says it's all me because the person realizes that it's not me, I haven't done anything by myself. It's only that which I've done with the siyata deshma. When a person has what he called the anoichias, the proper healthy recognition of anoichia the recognition of the Rabbanisham in their life, well, they're able to have this beautiful balance where they know on the one hand that they're capable of doing that which they were set up to do because the Rabbanisham is going to give them the siyata deshmaya. And when they have successes, they don't even look at it as their own personal successes, but they look at it as something which they were only able to do with Siyata Deshmai. That's really what we discussed last week and discussed, um, that's, that was really the end, of, the end of what we discussed last week, and therefore to have that proper balance of shiflos and of not falling too far, but having the the proper level of gaiva. Now we discuss is a little bit of service of Tfilah, which is again, Perik, he's giving a sikkim of Perik and Perik And he says like this, um, a person should try to be himself with all of the aspects of his iris of darke avoida that come one come come one's way. He says this klal a person should put into his heart. He writes a peldik as over here, but he writes it in such a beautiful way, in his poetic way. He writes, Afa Yisrael. Even the simple person in Yisrael, even the regular simple person, if he would listen to the call of his neshama, and would listen to the, the krechs that the neshama gives when it has Yisurim, Yisurim of the neshama, dek, and he would listen to the zimres, to the beautiful songs that one's neshama sings when things are going well. The tourist You listen to the calls that it's calling out the beautiful trumpets that, I, that it's playing when it has an aliyah, and listen to the cries and the rush that happens when it has a yurida, a yurida, a person would listen, a person would give the time of, give the time of day to his neshama, to be able to stop, to be misbeinah, to think about what's taking place inside of him, Safer of a gadol yachel A person would be able to write a full safer just on all of all the alias and the iridas, the, the feelings, the ergeshim, this iris that takes place inside of him. Avomi yishel laamisu miyakshel leparchuse aniyah zeh. 
Hakshiv Atalomi Atzmachatis Erum Achshavas Eitzis Uritsena Me Atzmam Yalalacha Va'al Yidam Tisari. Says a Pelda Gazach. We, we, you know, we're looking constantly for outside Eris. We're looking for things ex- outside to be Ma'uras, to be able to get more involved in Avoida and Torah, Mils Chasadim, and in general, the, the world of Torah and Tefillah. And what the Bitzes is telling us is that ultimately, if we just stop and listen to ourselves and listen to the voice inside of us, which is our own Neshama, we'd have the ability to write a whole Sefer, a Musr Sefer, and a Sefer of all the Aliyahs and the Yeridahs that the Neshama goes through, and, and, and the beauty and the Simcha that the Neshama feels when it has a Mitzvah, and the Yeridah and the, and the, and the, the Krechs that the Neshama gives when it goes through a Yeridah and, and it doesn't have it, we'd be able to write a full Sefer. So right, all a person needs to do is to stop, and to give the neshama the time of day to listen to a person's neshama, to spend time being misboyned, being misboyed, to spend time with the neshama, pasha just with the neshama, not looking for outside external things to be ma'ur the neshama, but to be able to recognize that the neshama itself has her geishim, the neshama itself has these feelings of alias and yuridis and, and simcha and sar. And the person is able to listen to it, hakshiv atallah, when you listen to the neshama, then you on your own from inside, from your panemius itself, You'll be able to be ma'ori yourself, a machshavas, eitzis, uritsainis, me'atzmam, yalo lacha. You'll have the machshavas, the uritsainis, the eitzis, all of that will come from inside of you. And you won't, you won't fall into the place where it's total silence. You'll be able to recognize and understand what, what, what the tachlis is. And it's such an important thing. Obviously, Abnachman talks about this a lot when he talks about the concept of espaidis, that a person is able to be zeichet to recognize what, what does the Rabbanishim want from me? What, 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 is, what is Hashem's ratzen for me? So often you have that a person just sits for a few minutes, a person's not sure what to do, a person has you know, a difficult challenge in life, so obviously you're talking it over with somebody, but also just by themselves, to sit, to be misbeinen, to think through what's going on. There are geishim that a person has, he says a person come out with machshavas, eitzis, and rich sinus may atzmam yalo lechava come up from within a person themselves to try to figure out what the avayda is. And the other, the other aspect that I think he's referring to also is that if a person doesn't have era, and a person just gets caught up, and this is part of what the Yetzirah does, techbar avayda, is that a person doesn't have era, a person does something wrong, and it just, it, it just gets caught up in the rest of everything else that goes on throughout the person's day. So a person, you know, wakes up in the morning, does this, and, and one of the things that happens throughout the day is he doesn't have era and he has a terrible urethra. But it just... It just gets lost in the, in the Baha'u'llah of what happens throughout the day. person would stop and to be misbeinin, pasha for two minutes after a person does an Avera. And if I care, obviously on the Tzad HaToyv even more, midotayv maruba. first would stop and to feel. What, what I feel after I dive into Shachras, what I feel after I learn a Black Amara, what do I feel after I do a Chesed for somebody else, on our own we would become much better people. But the problem is, is that anytime we do something good, so it just, it gets lost. It just gets lost in the shuffle of everything else that happens in life. And we, we're not, we don't stop to be misbeinin on what their geishma and the neshama are, the simcha that the neshama feels when it does something well, the tsar and, and, and the anacha, the, the krechs that the neshama gives when it goes through Yisurim of Ruchnias, if we would stop him in Mizbainen, and that simcha, and that tsar that the neshama goes through, the, those aliyas and yuidas the neshama goes through, on our own we'd be able to figure out, so what do we really want? What, what, what's making my neshama happy? What's giving me real sipa? One of the eights of the eight tsar is he pushes and pushes and pushes, and we don't have the time to stop to be Mizbainen, and what do I really want? You know, Nachman writes in, in the first story in support of Mises, Nachman writes that, you know, that when, when the, uh, the Shein Lamelech is searching for the princess, which in the Nimshal is a re- reference to the Neshama, and the Shein Lamelech falls asleep for a long time, and he wakes up and he asks himself three words, and these three words, uh, I've said this so many times, it's because it's, it's, if we just ask ourselves this two, three times a day, we'd be, we'd be different, different people. He just asks himself, where in the world am I? Just if we would stop and be misbeinin and think, what's giving me sipuk? What's not giving me sipuk? What's giving me tsar? What's giving me simcha? What does my neshama feel? What are the aliyas that you read this? What are the eitzis that my neshama wants? What do I want? Every person has a neshama inside of which is a, which is a shtick, a shtick, 
Elokos inside of him, and a person would just stop to be misboinen, to be shemea, to the neshama inside of him, we would start to recognize what we really want. And like he says, we would have machshavas, etzis, ritzainis, me'atzmam, yalolacha, on our own, all these machshavas, ritzainis, and etzis would come. So it's important, again, obviously we have to look for outside of service as well, but ultimately we have to recognize that, that a tremendous amount of this iris could come from within if we just stop and we listen, we give time to the neshama to be able to listen to the neshama. That's what he says is the, is the next thing. A person wants to be ma'ur and tayra and tefillah, it begins with listening to the person's neshama. The yisait and the achras and the reishis, the beginning and end of everything, is ultimately amunah. Not only in your machshava alone you know about amunah. That you're able to bring your whole self, every part of you, that your whole essence is able to go into that place of amunah, that's what real amunah looks like. Yes, This is another, another basic eights of how the neshama works. We normally think the chazara is meant as a tool in order to remember that which we're going to forget. So the person wants to make sure he learns the black amara, wants to make sure he remembers it. Chazara is the ikar, you chazar and chazar and chazar, and it helps physikar. Chazara is also helpful when a person wants to be wants to be maimik something. A person wants to get something more ba'imik, and not just a sugi more ba'imik, an inyan and amuna. A person wants to get the clarity and the fact that the Rabbanu is meloichal aritz kvayde. The fact that it means that less aser panimene. A person wants to say, okay, I know this in my machshava. I know that the Rabbanu is everywhere. But when I think about it again and again and again, and I chazer over a yisaid which is olive base, yisaid which I know is being something basic, but I chazer it over again and again and again, doesn't just help that. Okay, now I'll remember and I won't forget it but allows that Yisoyit to become part of the essence of the person and to go more into the, into, into the panemius of the person. And it becomes af neged ene v'liba so it becomes a metzius, a person's living with that reality called the Rabban Nishlam. Ve'yediya ma'achshav ha'sharak ba'atzma ma'ishez da'yit ha'yishev ha'yisoy, rak ma'achshav ma'atek ha'sharak yar ba'lachshav ha'dabar ha'yisoy. The yediya, which was just, okay, a knowledge. I know that the Rabban Nishlam is in charge of the world. I know the Rabban Nishlam does the world. I know the Rabban Nishlam is only doing taiv and only wants to be mative. I know that as a knowledge, but when I chazer it over again and again, I think about it, and I speak about it, it becomes a reality. It becomes something which is clear to me. The same way I know that the sun, the sun is up, comes up every day. I know that the Rabban Hashem runs the world and is in charge of every aspect of the world. His whole room gets full of this machshava. A person becomes totally and totally surrounded by this machshava that the Rabban Hashem is running the world. Talk to yourself, think to yourself, talk to your friends about the concept of Amuna. Shashem is Baruch Meloichel Aritz Kavaydeh, that the Banisham is running the whole world. Ba'az Gamba Meichicha, Obelivcha Tirav Targish, Shakal Atzmacha, Bechale Kaydish, Bechadri Amuna Nas. And then you're going to start to see that you enter into the world of being a proper Maiman. And again, this is an Eitz which we spoke about when we learned. Because Parachesa, Parachesa, we learned about this in the Sefer itself. It's from talk about the concept of Hamanti Ki Adaber, that my Amunah comes dafka because I talk about Amunah, that every year is Maimon. But the more I'm able to be Adaber, the more I'm able to speak about the Anyane Amunah, speak it over again and again and again to recognize the Chazor over, the more it's able to become part of who I am. When I talk about it to myself, when I talk about it to other people, even things which are simple, get together with people and talk about the basic, simple things. Hashem is running the world, Hashem is in charge of the whole world. I know when we, and I went with, uh, with, with the Chavar from Tom Zerbe, we, we went to Eretz Yisrael. So we spent a, while, a few hours with the Maylach Biederman. So he's telling us after, he's telling us, that, he said, you, you know, we, we didn't end up taking on the Eitzah 100%, or even part of the way we took it on a little bit, then ended, ended up holding on to this Eitzah. But he said the Ulam has to get together, Pasha once a week, to sit and to talk in Yana Yamuna, Pasha to Pasha to Zachen. 
not major shiurim, not major, you know, not major primius, not major chesidus, not major Allah Hashem Pasha to get to sit together to talk about things that we know since we're little kids, since we're two, three years old, and we've heard it a million times. But he said when the Olam sits together and talks about it and says of stories, says Vavaritlach, like he does. That's you know, that's why he's such a popular person. It's not just because he's saying major terror that no one's ever heard before. It's just it's chazering over the same you say this a thousand times. You open up any book of Ramalak Bidam and it talks about the same five things every single week. Different Levushim, he talks about it, different stories, with different and with different Vertlach, but it's the same things. It's Amuna, 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 and different Levushim, different ways, Amun and Tvila. Making sure you don't do too much shabbos, making sure you know how to have that balance. It's the same thing again and again and again, but people love it because it just it's chazering over things which we know, but it becomes more of a reality. The more we talk about it, the more we chazer it over, the more we speak about it, the more we think about it. It doesn't just help for zikaron, but it helps to make this idea into reality. And therefore he says, be that much easier to be a person's nefesh when a muna is a reality. When I recognize that the Rabbanisham is mamash here, when I recognize that the Rabbanisham is with me wherever I am, so it's much easier than when I come to a davening to be able to daven like a mensch because I recognize that the whole day I'm thinking about the Rabbanisham, the whole, my whole life I'm thinking about the Rabbanisham. I'm chazering over constantly the fact that there's Rabbanisham in the world and then I come and I stand with a, with a siddur and I say, what, wait wait a second, what am I doing with this siddur? I'm talking to the Rabbanisham and the Rabbanisham is a reality in my life. So my my, my, my tefillah is a different tefillah. When I sit down with a black amara and I start to think about what is this black amara, this black amara is a lavush for a lakos. So I start to say, well, what is the Rabbanisham? And I start to recognize that what, and the Rabbanisham's reality in my life. So I start to recognize what the black amara is, that it's a vehicle, it's a muscle, which allows me to connect to something which is called ain't safe. So everything changes. My whole reality changes when I'm able to, again, chazer over things that are pushed to basic yisaitis, but when I chaz them over and say them over every day, again and again and again, they become more of a reality to myself. And that's why, you know, people have a minig. It's, it's already bored in Svarmak, the Svarmak Edoshim, to chazer over the Yud Gimel Ikre Amuna every day after davening. It's not just that I should remember what they are. It's not so hard to remember what the 13, 13 Ikre Amuna are. But it's just when you say them over again and again and again every day after davening, they start to become a reality. They start to be maimon and ashkach and they start to be maimon and ashkach and ashkach and these things become a reality to you and you're really able to see them as being part of your life. And therefore, again, talking it over, speaking it over, thinking it over, things which are pasha, but being involved in that world of Amuna. He continues, he says, So he gave us this eight already back in Parag Tess, that a person wants to be able to be ma'ur himself in tefillah, first try to focus on that which is necessary to you. Which means don't begin trying to get involved in the avoid of tefillah by focusing on Atta Kaddish. Atta Kaddish is not shaykh to me right now. I don't need Atta Kaddish right now. So uh, it's a distant reality to talk about the godless of Hashem, to talk about Psyukh of Zimra. But what I do need is Parnasa, what I do need is health, what I do need is Atta Chenela Adam Das, what I do need is Sim Shalom Shalom Bay. So focus on that which you need, be ma'ori yourself in the brachas that you actually need and the things that talk to you, when a person does that, then Mamela will be able to become nisairer in the general avayd of tefillah and then even when it comes to the brach of Kadesh, when it comes to the brachas which are praising the Rabban Hashem, Hashem, a person's talking about the praise of Hashem, he's already nisairer from the Indian of tefillah because again, the Rabban Hashem became a reality to him and Mamela, his whole tefillah is able to be nisairer. Mamela, he says, First, from the things that are your tzrichim, your tzrichim. Talk about the things that are your tzrichim. And then slowly you'll become used to being mechavan and tefillah, thinking about the words of tefillah, being mesur and tefillah, and it will spill over to the next brachas and the brachas after and the brachas before and of zimra, Yisrael, all of those aspects will get memelanus once I start focusing on that which you need. We'll just um, 
We'll just finish off the, this last paragraph, which he says before he gets to the next, the next shlav. He says, So a person wants to know if this iris that I have, okay, we're talking about this iris, we're talking about waking ourselves, we're talking about getting, getting proper iris through listening to my own neshama, the voice of my own neshama, through making sure I talk about amun. But how do I know if my, my iris is real? How do I know if it's something which is real or it's just, it's something which, it's something which, okay, now I feel excited, now I feel depressed, now I feel happy, but it's not something which has a real reality. That The hergish that I'm feeling is not something which is reality, which came from real zbainanus, which came from real avayda. It's just, it's a, it's a hergish that I have. How do you figure out if this iris you have is emesdik or not? So he says, very simple. Look at your midas. If, you, if they've moved a little bit, if you see some sort of ticket happening to your midas, us teda, then you'll be able to know that you took off the ra, the levushin, which are ra, which are on top of those midas, and you were able to be magala, the makar of kedusha of those midas. And for those midas rois, which originally were schlepping you down, you're able to utilize them, able to channel them to being inv- getting you involved in that world of ahava and yira. That's what we spoke about at the Akdama, to the safer that there is no midirah, the hechlapa Yisrael, every midirah is able to be channeled, able to be utilized in a healthy way. So look at the midis that you have. Look at, is there, is there any change? Do you look like a different person? A person has a geshmak davening. A person has a davening which is filled with Islavas. You want to know, was it real Islavas? Or maybe it was just, you know, I was fooling myself and I was just copying the people around me who doing Islavas. So look, have you changed a little bit when you walk out of the field? Have you changed a little bit over the day, over the week of a good davening? Have you changed a little bit? It doesn't have to be massive changes, but was there some move in Tikkun Amidus that happened? If you haven't moved a tiny drop, maybe you're fooling yourself. And he spoke about this also at the beginning of the Sefer. A person has to know that he's his own mashkiach and he's the only one who could take care of his own, own ali and his own avayda. And you can fool all the people around you by looking like having a geshmak davening and you're involved in learning and involved in all these things, but you know yourself. A person, a person knows what he's capable of doing and what he should be doing and we're, if he's able to move and able to have any iris, which is actually getting him to have any ticket. And therefore, a person needs to look at himself and say, okay, I've been doing this for a week, a month. Has there been any change in my life? Have there been any concrete changes? Have I become a better person to the people around me because of this iris? Or no, it's just something which I'm just, again, screaming because the people around me are screaming. I'm having a service because the people around me are doing it. A person has to really, you know, know himself to be able to recognize, has there been any movement? Has there been any change? Do I see that there's any aliyah taking place from these, uh, from, the, from, the, from the tefillah, from this iris that I had, right? We mentioned once that, I heard one time, I think it's from a Weinberger. He said that, he said that, uh, he said that when a person davens a Shemana Esrei, that was a good Shemana Esrei, and he feels mamish like you mamish like a real The way to know if your Shemana Esrei is a Emistik Shemana Esrei is when you back up three steps by Isha Shalom, look, to, look at the people next to you. And if you're able to look at the people next to you with a little bit more of an ayin toiv, you're able to look at them with a little bit more of chavas adas, you're able to be sable the people next to you a little bit more, then you know that you're talking, connecting to the Rabbanisham when you're involved in that tefillah. If you look at the people next to you, and if I care, you look at them and you say, this guy already finished davening, he's already on his phone, and I'm, I just finished my Shemana Esrei, I finished it after the whole Chazar shots. this guy was walking in and out, this guy's talking next to you, so then you know if I care, then you know that it was nice, it looked like he had a lot of Osiris, but... You didn't connect to the Rabbanu Shalom and Yitfili. Yitfili wasn't something that, that was Makashi Yitashem. And that's Mamash what the BSS is telling you. If you want to know if you're Iris, if you want to know if your Aliyah was a real Aliyah, look, is there a ticket Abidus? Look if you got more involved in the world of Ahavas Hashem and Yiris Hashem, Ahavas Chaverim. Look at, look at the people around you. Look at the way you interact with them. Look at the way you interact with the world and see has there been any movement. And if there hasn't been any movement, then you have to really be misbeinen again. Is it just Iris, which is just an external, and a or is this Iris is coming, which is something which is in? We'll just finish with the last paragraph. He says, Tamar, 
When a person does have a good fila, a person does have a good iris, but oid ruchicha, cham, while your ruch is still hot, and while in front of your eyes you're able to still see those maris kedusha that happens throughout a tefillah, that's the perfect time when a person finishes a good davening, a person has a good aliyah, a good shachas, a good minchar, a good mayrib, a person learns a black amar, and a person has this iris in, term, in terms of his Torah or avoida, that's the perfect time to be able to, when you're standing on top of the mountain, to be able to look down at yourself at to who you are when you're not holding in this place, when you don't have rucha chacham, when you don't have that, that, that fire inside of you, and you're able to look at yourself and figure out what are the areas in my life that I need to fi- fix up. You just walked up a huge mountain. You're at the top of the mountain now. Now look from the top of the big mountain, look down at the bar nechashim. Look at the place you normally are when you don't have this kind of tefillah. And then from that place, from that elevated state, You'll be able to then look at yourself and be able to say, okay, what do I really want? Now that I recognize what, what a good davening looks like, now that I recognize what a good seder looks like, now I'll be able to understand what I really want, what the avodis I really want to be involved in, and not when, not when I'm down there in that pit, in that burn of Hashem, do I try to figure out how to be masaka myself. But if I care, when you have a good davening, when you have a good, a good, a good aliyah, when you're at the top of the mountain, look down, be able to recognize where the nechashim are, and then when you fall back down, when you end up going back down into the world, you'll be able to deal with those nechashim, you'll be able to deal with those snakes, because you know what they look like from from up top, you know how terrible they are from up top, and Mamela, you'll be able to deal, deal with these disorders. Again, just to Chazarova quickly, what we saw today, he just said that a, per, a person has to make sure that he's ma'ir and tefillah, and the way to be ma'ir and tefillah is not just b'chitseni, it's not just by looking for external things, but by listening to one's own neshama, and he said a person can fill a book, a full book, from the, from the alias and you read this and the irrigation that the neshama has every single day. So just stop and be misboinen and be makshav, listen to your own neshama. Then he said, an ikr inyan to be ma'ur a person's neshama is through amuna and not just knowing the knowledge of amuna. I know that there's a bunch of machazering over, talking it over, a mantike adabra with your friends, talking over to yourself. The, the, the chazara helps be marchev that inyan to make it a reality, to make it something which you see as being mamash, a real existence, that the fact that the rabbanisham is there. And then he says, when it comes to the inyan of tefillah, a person should, be, at the beginning, be ma'ur himself and tefillah from his things that he needs, and then eventually work to, the, work to the aspects of things which he doesn't need, which are the praises of Hashem. And if a person wants to know whether this iris is real, check out, check, check, a person has to check whether he's had any aliyah, whether he's had any movement, and the way he interacts with people. And through doing that, a person will know if this iris is real. And the mamela, when you're holding at that place, at the top of the mountain, use that as iris in order to be misakin, those things, in order to recognize, be mistakel, on that which is tayv and that which is raf and that place of Eitzachayim and then a person will be able to then go back and actually deal with those things. So we'll continue next week. He talks about our uh, houses over the next few programs.